first time in 382 days, we've got Blazer games to talk about. Welcome back to episode 2 of Fire on Ice, I'm your host Logan Penny, and today we're going to be breaking down the Blazers' first two games of the 2021-2020 season versus Vancouver Giants and the Prince George Cougars. Starting off with Game 1 versus the Vancouver Giants on Friday night, let's have a look at the starting lineups. Starting on first line, we have Oren Santazo, Connor Zeri, and Matthew Semenov. On second line, we have Peyton McKenzie, centered by Logan Stankoven, and Josh Piller on the other wing. Third line, Dalen Kiefler with Caden Bank here on center, with Connor Levis on the wing. Fourth line, Vaughn Waterroad, Fraser Minton, and Reese Belton. First line defense, we've got Sean Strange and Montana Onyabuchi. Second line, Quinn Schmeeman and Inaki Baragano. And third line, Matt Lindgren and Ethan Branwood. And Dylan Grant got the start tonight. To start the game off, the Blazers did an interesting thing with their lineup. They started Connor Zeri at center, obviously. Oren Sentaz on wing, obviously. And then they decided to go with a loaded first line, putting Logan Stankoven, usually second line center on wing, for the first shift. Reminds me a lot of what uh, in the NHL the Toronto Maple Leafs do where sometimes after a goal or start a game, they'll end up using Austin Matthews, John Tavares, and Mitch Marner on the same line just to get some energy going. You don't do it all the time, but to get some energy and to get some offense going when your team needs it, that's, that's a good option. I hope they use this more this year. Things got going early for the Blazers. Just 30 seconds in, Montagna Nubucci found the back of the net with a goal assisted by Connor Zeri and Logan Stankoven. A nice pass from Connor Zeri coming into the zone. Found a trailing Montana Onibuchi with a nice pinch, joining the rush from the point. Just two and a half minutes later, at 3.08 of the first, on just their second shot of the game, the Blazers got their second goal, scored by Matthew Semenov, assisted by Oren Santazo and Anaki Baragano. A nice pass from Anaki Baragano coming from the point. Looked like it was intended for Semenov, who was sitting at the bottom of the circle. It was cut off by Oren Santazo, who was in the slot, who then dished it to Semenov in the corner, fooling the goalie Sim who put it home. Great vision from Santazo on the play to find Semenov, who puts it home. That line looks good so far. Two goals on two shots for Sim. Not not a great start for the rookie goaltender. Things didn't get much better for him in this period, as 13:43 of the first, Connor Levis scored his first WHL goal, assisted by Dalen Kiefler and Fraser Minton. The play starts in Campbell's zone zone with a great stretch pass from Minton to find Dalen Kiefler, who then finds Levis, who's streaking behind the Giants' defense, with a nice backhand finish on the breakaway. Once again, a tough start for Drew Sim, playing in just his second WHL game. Not tracking the puck very well, and just looking nervous in the net. Luckily for him, though, he would settle in later in the game. After a rocky start to the game, the Giants would find their legs late in the first. At 16.08, they got a goal from Tristan Nielsen, the overage forward, assisted by Caden Cole. Ethan Bramwood's pass, intended for Matt Slingren, was picked off behind the net by Caden Cole, who found a streaking... Tristan Nielsen in the slot, who put it home past uh, Dylan Garand, who looked like he slipped on the play. At 18-16 of the first, Giants defenseman Brent Pentecost was accessed a four-minute double minor for slew-footing Josh Piller. Real ugly play, textbook slew-foot, coming into the, on, along the boards, gets his foot behind him, kicks his leg out, Piller falls back. Luckily he didn't hit his head and was okay, but yeah, just an ugly play. And with that penalty, we got our first look at the Blazers' first power play unit. They chose to go with Logan Stankoven at center, with Josh Piller and Oren Santazo on his wings, and Quinn Schneeman on defense, and Connor Zeri on the point as well. And on that power play, at 18.36 of the first period, Logan Stankoven scored from Connor Zeri and Quinn Schneeman on the power play. 
And if you're watching it on the broadcast, you didn't see it because for some reason the broadcast they were using was using the Jumbotron graphics. So you know when you're at a game and there's a power play, you look on the Jumbotron screen and there'll be a flashing like graphic saying with Blazers power play. That was showing up on the feed and it was covering the screen. So anytime there was a power play, uh, a goal scored, they would show some sort of graphic and it would cover up the screen for three to five seconds usually. So if a goal scored off the faceoff off a power play, you're not going to see it, and that happened today. So that's something that I feel needs to be addressed and taken out of whatever the next home game is. Anyways, on the replay you can see Logan Stankoven gives the puck to Zary at the point, who does a fake slap pass, goalie bites on it, then he then slides it over to Stankoven who buries the wide open net, and that would do it for the period. At the end of the first, the score is 4-1 for the Blazers, and the shots were 8-11 to in favor of the Giants. Off the faceoff of the second period, Naki Barragano got the puck into the zone, was tripped up a little bit, and ended up crashing into Drew Sim, and ended up taking a two-minute goal interference penalty. Drew Sim was okay on the play, and didn't look like there was any intent on the play, but nevertheless, two-minute goal interference penalty. And that would be Barragano's second penalty of the game. Forgot to mention this about the first period, but the Blazers' first PK unit this game was looking like Connor Zeri and Sentazo, Onyabuchi, and Sean Strange on the point. This ended up being their best penalty kill of the game. They spent majority of the time in Vancouver's end, got, I believe, four shots on goal, and the Giants never really got set up in their own zone. Later on in the period, probably the save of the game, or definitely a save of the game, uh, Dylan Garand ended up robbing Bryce and Bader with um, a nice cross-crease diving blocker save. Um, Nielsen threaded across a pass to Bader on the rush, and Garand just got down low, like, um, and then got the blocker out, and yeah, just, just go, I don't know anything about goaltending, go watch the save, it's, it's, it's incredible save. I want to touch on a little bit Mats Lindgren, the rookie defenseman, who we're all very excited about. Uh, he had a bit of a tough game, uh, especially in his own zone. Uh, definitely showing some rookie jitters, didn't look very confident. There was a uh, one shift in the second that kind of exemplified that he was uh, at the side of the net, went to go clear it, and missed, like kind of missed, and ended up basically shooting the puck almost at Garand. Like goalie's not expecting that that could end up in your net. Then he gets the puck back, gets uh, pickpocketed, and it leads to a good scoring chance for the Giants. I'm not too worried about it. Uh, he's known as an offensive guy too, and we saw good flashes of that this game. Uh, defense he's 16 obviously he's got to work on his defense but that definitely will come and for a first game wasn't overly impressed but yeah there's still a bright future for him one game obviously you could definitely tell things settled down in the second um after some rust nervousness after all they it's first game for both these teams in over a year first time these guys have played together in over a year most of them a lot of them have never played together yeah, the second period hit, I, they had some probably talking intermission about settling down a bit, and you could could definitely see that in this this period. There wasn't as many scoring chances for either team, but both uh, the feel-and-out process happened in this period. Just jumping a little ahead to tier two, about 15-53 of the second period, Justin sort of took an interference pen penalty against Josh Piller, and the interesting thing about that is this is the first time we got to see the second unit power play, which was... Very interesting. I'm very curious to see if this sticks or if this is something that was just a one-game thing. Uh, they went with Caden Bankier, a centerman, on the as the center, and then on the left wing they went with Matt Slingren, and on the right wing they went with Montana Onyabuchi. So that's two defensemen playing wing. 
the point, you've got Baragano, and Connor Levis was on the point as well. Uh, Lindgren was looking pretty good on this, actually. He had had a few chances, like his only shot came there. And Onyebuchi was playing net front, which I honestly hope they do from now on. He's 6'3", 209, I think. If you can, like, kind of like Zidane Chara would do this sometimes for Boston when they needed a goal. But I hope they do this from now on. Like, it's interesting to see defense playing wing on the power play. It's, yeah, I can't think of any other teams doing that. And that brings an end to the second period. After a combined five goals in the first, uh, zero goals in the second, so a bit of a change there. Uh, shots that period were 5-13 to 13 for the Blazers. Uh, Blazers controlled play for, I'd say, majority of that period. Uh, but Drew Sim settled in this period and played much better in the first. And Giants look, look pretty good defensively, especially Canock Leapert. He's always been good defensively, and he was looking good up there tonight. At two minutes into the third, Matt Slingern took a high-sticking penalty, and it led to a pretty uh, entertaining power play. Uh, Giants are all over the Blazers on this power play. Uh, Nielsen comes very close to scoring with a crossbar. He was all over the game tonight. Uh, I'd argue he was the best player on both teams, just was on the losing team, so stats don't show that, but he was very good tonight. Uh, then Logan Stankoven ends up getting a shorthanded breakaway, tries to score five-hole, good save by Sim. Overall, just really entertaining two minutes of play there. Right after this, as the penalty is expiring, uh, Bryce Bader scores, to assisted by Marco Stacha, who looked very good tonight, and Adam Hall. Uh, Bader with a nice shot from the top of the circle, just beats Grand low glove side. No one's real fault on there, just... It's still technically a power play goal because Lindgren's just coming out of the box. Even though it doesn't count as a power play goal, it is. Um, no one to blame on that, just a good shot. Right after that at 4.13 of the period, uh, Connor Levis scored his second goal in his first WHL game uh, to make it 5-2. And the assist on that one goes to Caden Bankier. Levis takes a pass from Bankier in the corner and then takes a redirect one-timer, a bang-bang shot from the slot right into the net. A little later on in the period, this was the second time I noticed this since the first shift of the game. Uh, Stankoven took another shift with uh, Zarian Sentazo and looked pretty good out there, so they're doing that line switch again. At 11-13, the Giants scored their third goal of the game. Eric Florchuk scored, assisted by Tristan Nielsen. Uh, Nielsen makes a nice move to get past Onyebuchi and Pillar, who's coming back on forward, and he centers it to Florchuk, who taps it in. Uh, Lindgren was late getting back on this. I don't want to pick on the guy too much, but he was. And Minton doesn't pick up on Florchuk in time. Who's He's the covering, recovering for Lindgren. The Blazers' sixth goal of the game came at 12:27 of the third, uh, scored by Matthew Semenov with assisted by Connor Zeri. Uh, Semenov drops it to Zeri, who shows great patience, drawing both Giants defensemen and Sim to him. Uh, then slides over to Semenov, who makes a nice stick lift right before the puck gets to him and taps it in. A uh, nice goal by Semenov, fitting in well on that top line. The Blazers' seventh and final goal came at 12.56 of the third. It was Quinn Schneeman, assisted by Matthew Semenov. And this goal is actually the highlight of the night on the WHL's Instagram page for Friday. Uh, Schneeman, end-to-end rush pretty much, picks up the puck at his own blue line, carries it in the offensive zone, does a nice puck protection around the Giants defenseman, and just roofs it backhand, stick side, across body backhand too. Pretty hard to do, actually. Just a nasty backhand. And that was the final goal of the game. Graham was solid down the rest of the way. The Blazers hang on to win 7-3 in their, their season debut. Uh, before moving on to the next game, we'll do a couple just post-game thoughts. I thought the team was really good defensively tonight, beside a few lapses. Uh, very good. 
Uh, Grand solid in net, and the offense does its job remarkably well, putting up seven goals in the first game of the season. Don't lose too many when you put up seven. Eleven different Blazers had a point tonight. I'd like to point out some good performances. Connor Zary, no goals, but three assists tonight. Very dominant out there. Uh, Matthew Semenov fitting in obviously very well on that top line. Two goals and one assist. Connor Levis, his first two career goals. Uh, Quinn Schneeman stepping right into that number one defenseman role for this team. One goal, one assist. Anya Bucci played great defensively tonight. Super happy with that. And Anaki Baragana with one assist, but was a plus six tonight, which is pretty interesting. I personally don't think plus minus is a very important stat, except for when it's really good or really bad. If you're like plus two or minus two, minus one, then I don't really think it's a good indicator of how good you were. But if you're plus six, like Barragano was, then it's a then you can use it. Or if you're like minus seven, minus eight, then you can look at that and say, I eh, probably didn't have a good game tonight. Don't want to be too negative on here again, but just a couple the guys who I don't think had the best night tonight. Uh, Matt Slingren, we've touched on already. Don't really want to bring it anymore. Uh, Peyton McKenzie is the other one. Um, not that he was bad tonight, but he was put in the top six role, and the top six was pretty good tonight, and I just didn't really notice him very much out there. Uh, look for him to have a better game tomorrow night. New guy, new team. I'm sure he wants to do well, so hoping he does get next game. And to close the book on this game, just some closing remarks on the Giants. I was pretty surprised they didn't start their goalie Trent Minor tonight. Uh, he's a seventh round pick by the Colorado Avalanche. Um, wondering if it's because of the when he got here, maybe he wasn't ready to go, maybe a minor injury. Yeah, either way, I would have thought he would have started since considering Sims a rookie, struggled a little bit tonight. Uh, Tristan Nielsen might have been the best player on the ice tonight for both teams. He played a ton. Uh, they don't show ice time on the I'm sure that the teams track their own ice time, but they don't make that public. Uh, but he played a ton. Uh, I'd probably put around probably like that 25 minutes for a forward, I, I would guess. Yeah, he was making plays out there. Um, he had a goal and an assist, and he looks really good this year. And lastly, I think lack of depth hurt the Giants tonight. Uh, Nielsen, Justin Sordiff, Eric Florochuk, Bryce Bader, and Canuck Liepert, and Stacha all look good tonight. Other than that, though, I didn't really notice anybody standing out too much. Other guys had points. I don't want to say they had bad games. I just didn't. I just didn't notice them a ton. Uh, yeah, their depth wasn't. Their bottom pair guys, bottom six forwards, I didn't notice a ton from. And lack of shots too. Um, they didn't get enough shots. Uh, twenty-one shots. Grand did play well, but twenty-one shots isn't very much. So, yeah, hopefully they can have a better game. Next game. Moving on to Game 2 against the Prince George Cougars Saturday night, the Blazers chose to change the lineup a little bit. Instead of going 12 forwards, 60, they go with 11 forwards and 70. So, starting lineup, basically the same. Santazo, Zeri, Semenov, same. Stankoven, Pillar, McKenzie, same as well. Bankier, Levis, and Kiefler, same. Uh, Minton and Belton tonight. Uh, Wateroat gets the night off. And on defense, Strange on Yabuchi. Schneeman Barragano, Lindgren and Branwood, and then as your seventh defenseman, Logan Barrows plays his first game of the season. And Dylan Garan gets the start. For your starting lineup, the Blazers went with Sentazzo, Zary, and Stankoven again. That was the only time they did that that night that I noticed. And then Onyabuchi and Strange on defense again. Same old as yesterday. That, that'll probably be their starting lineup when they're healthy every night. Yeah, first thing I noticed about this game, the first five minutes are pretty sloppy. I, I count that to Prince George playing their first game of the season. 
lots of missed passes, um, offsides, icings, mainly on Prince George. Blazers didn't have a great start either, but uh, yeah, very sloppy start to the game. Logan Stankoven gets the scoring start at 4.57 in the period, giving up his second goal of the season, assisted by Quinn Schneeman and Peyton McKenzie. Schneeman picks up a pass from the blue line from McKenzie. He then takes it around the net and finds Stankoven in the slot, who buries it 5-hole on Taylor Goche. 1-0 Blazers. Uh, about 7 minutes in, I noticed Connor Zary mixing it up with uh, Samson on the Cougars behind the net. Uh, that would be a theme of Zary all night. Uh, it was one of those nights where he's playing angry, which can be a good thing, can be a bad thing, can be both. Uh, but yeah, he was definitely definitely having a heated night tonight. Also, the referees were definitely letting him play tonight. Uh, there was penalties in this game, but I noticed a lot more missed than called. Uh, just an observation I noticed. Uh, definitely a bit of a chippy game, and they were letting him play tonight, which I'm a fan of. Uh, 14 minutes in, there was a pretty nice play I noticed. Uh, Minton made a nice pass to Reese Belton in the slot, who uh, shoots it. Minton one-times the rebounder, and some couple nice saves by Goche, who I feel had a very strong night tonight. Speaking of Fraser Minton, uh, at... Six at 14:03, he took a boarding penalty on Fisher O'Brien of the Cougars. Uh, pretty undisciplined. Um, just like three feet from the boards, and he hits him. Could have been a cross check as well. Just not a great penalty to take. On the ensuing power play at 14:26 of the first, Ethan Brown gets his first of the year, assisted by Ethan Sampson and Jack Sander. Just a nice shot from the top of the circle. Uh, Blazers don't really touch the puck on the penalty kill. The Cougars power play looks pretty good. Uh, definitely snapped it around there. Uh, Grant did look screened on the play, so can't really put that one on him. Just a good power play by the Cougars, and Blazers can't kill it. Uh, shortly after that, Caden Banker made a nice move to get around the D, but uh, Taylor Goche made a beauty glove save. Um, he's looking; at, He was looking very dialed in tonight uh, after that first goal he gave up. At 16-12 of the third period, Josh Piller goes to challenge Keaton Dauheniuk at the Camelos blue line and ends up high-sticking him. Takes a two-minute high-sticking penalty. And we'll get a look at the Blazers' penalty kill. Uh, same as the first game on the first unit. Uh, PK2, though, I don't think I mentioned last game. Uh, Stank, Coven, and McKenzie. And Baragano and Schneeman on the point. On that power play, uh, Peyton McKenzie can't clear the puck out of the zone. It's kept in my upper at the line. Uh, they're looking good again. Uh, upper finds uh, Ethan Sampson on the right half wall, who puts a shot pass to Kyron Gronick, left, who scores in the slot. Uh, his first career goal. Uh, Cougars are 2 for 2 on the power play. And they now lead the Blazers 2-1. With just 1.2 seconds left, Carter McAdams buries his first goal, first career goal, assisted by Fisher O'Brien and Brendan Boyle. On this one, Brendan Boyle breaks the puck into the zone and finds Fisher O'Brien on the right side, who finds McAdams at the side of the net, who redirects it past Garand. Uh, Bank here covering for Baragano on D, doesn't pick up McAdams right behind him, and Garand can't get over in time to block the shot, and he's got an open net to shoot at. Blazers started that period off strong, but took two undisciplined penalties, and the Cougars capitalized on their power plays. At the end of this period, the score is 3-1 Cougars. Shots are 13-10 for Kamloops. At 2:25 of the second period, Caden Bankier gets his first of the season, assisted by Connor Levis and Dalen Kiefler. Connor Levis takes a pass in the neutral zone from Dalen Kiefler, who then finds a streaking Caden Bankier takes a nice move on the back end and put it past Kaylor Goche. Blazers cut the Cougars' two-goal lead in half. It's now 3-2. The Blazers controlled the play for much of that period, and at 12:27 of the second, Josh Piller scored his first of the year, assisted by Fraser Minton and Montana Onyebuchi. Minton made a smart play to bank the puck off the boards past Oheniak, who went for the hit on the play. Piller then picks it up just inside the blue line and rips one that hits Goche's glove and goes in. 
Pillar trips while going for the celly in the corner, and the game is now tied 3-3. About three minutes later, at 15.03 of the second period, Cohen Zimmer would get his first career goal, assisted by Craig Armstrong. Matt Slinkern jumps into the rush with Stanko and Pillar, and no one covers for him. Mackenzie misses a shot wide that is picked up by PG's Craig Armstrong, who turns it into a two-on-one. Armstrong threads a pass to send Zimmer free on a breakaway. He then makes a nice move to slide it past Garan, who tries to poke jack him. And with that goal, the Cougars are now back on top, 4-3. Other notes from the second period, uh, one play Semenov made a nice power move to the net. Uh, he beat Goche on the play, but Tyson Upper made a real nice play to swipe it off the goal line. And Peyton McKenzie, after having a pretty quiet game last name, is having a better game tonight. Just three seconds left to play in the second. Uh, Connor Zeri and Madge Kadora gets tied up behind the play and have a pretty terrible fight, if you could call it that. I wouldn't. Uh, I don't even think one punch was thrown. More of a wrestling match. But the gloves came off, so they each get five minutes. Not a good decision for Zeri, as that's a pretty good trade-off for Prince George. They take that all day. Uh, Zeri off for five minutes and Kadora off for five minutes. That's not a very even trade-off. And that brings an end to the second period. Blazers dominate play for majority of it, uh, but Cougars get a lucky break and capitalize with a nice goal by Zemer. The shots that period were 12-2 for the Blazers, and a total of 25-17 for the game for Kamloops. Before the drop of the puck of the third period, a lot of chirping back and forth, led by Onibuchi and Upper. I can imagine Onibuchi just letting them know that next time there's a fight, it's going to be me, not Zeri. So, like to see that from Booch. Two minutes into the period, 15-year-old Riley Height takes a penalty for the Prince George Cougars. During that stoppage, an interesting tidbit from Fraser Rogers, the Cougars play-by-play -play guy. Because the Giants and uh, Cougars are part of the team cohort, they aren't allowed to use the broadcast booth that John Keane, the Blazers announcer, uses. Uh, instead, they set up a, a makeshift announcer's table in the concourse so that they can stay separated from John Keane, as vice versa, John Keane can stay separate from them. Back to the game. As this is the first Blazers power play, we get a look at the Blazers power play unit. Since Zeri is still in the box serving his 5 in a major, Caden Bankier takes his spot on the top unit. And on the second unit, Peyton McKenzie moves in to Bankier's spot. All the rest stay the same though. In all, it's a good power play. A controlled play in PG zone. Had 5 shots, although didn't end up scoring a goal. 5 minutes into the third, uh, Dalen Kiefler takes a tripping penalty against Cohen Zimmerman. On that penalty kill, the Blazers end up tying the game, getting a shorthanded goal by Connor Zeri, assisted by Montana Onyabuchi. Zeri takes a pass from Sean Strange, then splits the two Cougars defensemen, including Kaidora, who he had the fight with. Uh, may have been a penalty shot, as as he splits the D, the ref's arms go up. Uh, he definitely was hooked. But uh, fights that off and ends up sniping a glove side. Real nice highlight goal. Uh, then he proceeds to ignore Oren Santazo in the corner and go on to chirp uh, uh, Kaidora, letting him know whose fault that goal was. And then he also goes and chirps the bench. This is when Zeri's mad. He's He's good. Uh, sometimes it results in penalties, other times it results in, in goals, so that's the good and the bad with him. Most of the time it's good, some of the times he'll take a dumb penalty. With the game now tied, the Blazers end up killing the rest of the Kiefler penalty, and after two great power play for the Cougars in the first, the third looks awful. Uh, they never get set up, they give up a shorty, and give up multiple chances on top of that. Logan Stanko would score at 10.09 of the third period, assisted by Peyton McKenzie and Reese Belton. At the end of a pretty dominant shift by them, Reese Belton collects the puck off the boards near the hash marks. He then feeds a pass to McKenzie at the bottom of the circle, who finds Stankoven in the high slot, who shoots a stick side pass to Goche, who is partially screened in front by Belton. Later on, at 15.08 into the third, 
Tyson Upper would take a bad-timed, high-sticking penalty against Oren Santazo. Blazers had some chances on the power play, but no goals. And with 14 seconds left, Oren Santazo would take a slashing penalty behind the play. A big power play for the Cougars as they were only down by one goal and the Blazers needed a huge penalty kill. And that's what they got. The Cougars only managed two shots, had few, a lot of turnovers, and never really looked dangerous. A good kill by the Blazers. With the goalie pulled with a minute and a half left, the Cougars didn't look good at all. They didn't even get a shot, and pretty poor showing at the end. The Blazers end up holding on to take a 5-4 lead, improved to 2-0 on the season. Shots that game were 32-22 for Kamloops. Couple notes from the game, Grand was pretty good this game. I'd say he wasn't as good as he was last game. Uh, 22 shots, uh, 4 goals, but he made the big saves when he needed to and was overall solid. A great game again from the first line, and an even better game from the second line. Uh, less mistakes tonight on defense as well, definitely helps. And yeah, just an overall good showing, good resilient win from the Blazers. Notable individual standouts, Logan Stankoven had two goals tonight. Uh, great skating all over the puck at both ends, and the shot was looking lethal tonight. Uh, Peyton McKenzie, after I thought had a disappointing game last game, uh, was much more noticeable. He seems to be fitting in on that second line pretty well. Look forward to him in the future. Uh, Quinn Schmeeman was once again the best defenseman on the ice tonight. He just, yeah, his skating looks improved from last year, I gotta say, and he plays a ton. Uh, very impressive week opening weekend for Schmeeman. Onyabuchi as well tonight. Uh, didn't notice him much, uh, but a quiet two assists, which is a good thing. He looks like he improved his defense over the offseason, I'd say. No blaring mistakes tonight, and just, yeah, a very solid game from the Blazers' 20-year-old assistant captain. Wouldn't say there are any bad performances tonight. Uh, some guys definitely had quiet nights, but it's going to happen. Uh, but yeah, nobody looked bad out there. Just, yeah, good solid all-around team performance tonight. Uh, team's next game will be on Tuesday at Kelowna. They'll actually be traveling to Kelowna for that one, so looking forward to that. Uh, Tuesday at 7, I believe. Uh, hopefully we can light up Bazran tomorrow night. Hopefully he starts. Uh, yeah, look forward to always look forward to beating Kelowna. Uh, we did it a lot last year, so let's hope we can do it again this year. Uh, but yeah, signing off for now, guys. Uh, once again, make sure to... Subscribe on iTunes and Spotify. You can follow the show on Twitter at Fire on Ice Pod. Same thing on Instagram. And leave a review on iTunes if you can. It definitely helps a lot. And with the game being Tuesday night, uh, you can expect an episode, the new the game review for that to be out, I'd say, probably Wednesday afternoon. It's a good time to expect that. So uh, we'll see you then. Let's go Blazers.